You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're just starting the fifth chapter of Maser Sheni, and it looks as though we're going to change topic radically because we're going to touch on, on Kerem Revi'i, the fourth year vineyard, which is a subject which is really related to Orla. And it's puzzling. I mean, you might think perhaps this chapter has been tacked on randomly to the end of the Masechet of Maser Sheni, but I hope we'll see in a minute, in fact, that this chapter fits very neatly into Maser Sheni. And what I'd like to do today is, first of all, just to look at the Pesukim, which, from which the Halachot are derived, and then maybe we'll just look at two of the Mishnayot at the beginning of the chapter, just to get a sense as to the how, how the halacha is developing. And the Pesukim that we're going to look at, in order to introduce the topic of Kerem Revi, are from the Sedra of Kudoshim. So we're in Kudoshim, we're in the area of Kudoshim, and you remember that the Sedra of Kudoshim deals with all kinds of different Kudusha between Mitzvot Ben Adam Lachabero and Mitzvot Ben Adam Lashem, Lashemaim. And one of the Mitzvot, is that when you enter the land, you keep its fruit as orla for three years. Orla is to do with being uncircumcised. It's difficult to translate. I haven't tried to translate it here. But the Pasuk says, When you plant any fruit tree, and the aralatem orlato et prior. Et perio shalosh shanim ye lachem arelim lo yechel. The fruit is orla for three years; it can't be eaten. And we know this halacha. We know this halacha. But then the pesukim continue uvashana harivit in the fourth year. This is really important. Ye kol perio kodesh. All the fruit is holy. This might remind us, by the way, about the law of Maser Sheni. The Maser Sheni is also Kodesh. And this is Hilulim Lashem, rejoicing for the Lord. And then in the fifth year, you can eat whatever you like. And Rashi says there, Rashi comments, and he's quoting the Gemara in Brachot. He says, when, when the text says, Ye kol Kodesh, ku Maser Sheni. This is like Maser Sheni, Shekatuv Bok, Bechol Masar Haaretz, etc. is Kodesh Lashem. So there's a wordplay between Kodesh and Kodesh in Vayikra 20, at the end of um, Bechukotai, at the end, at the end of um, uh, Bechukotai, where we learn the halachot of Maser Sheni, and here in Kedoshim, where we're learning the halachot of the, the vineyard in the fourth year. And Rashi then goes on to say that um, just as the second tithe must not be eaten outside the walls of Jerusalem, except if it's been redeemed, so too with this. And we take it, we take it for rejoicing before God. That means that you actually pick it up and you take it to, you take it there, you take it there to praise and to rejoice to the heavens. So in other words, the produce of the fourth year is holy and it is taken up to Jerusalem just like Maser Sheni. So we can see now why 
the halachot of the fourth year vineyard, Kerem Revi, are tacked on, if you like, as an extra chapter to the chapters of the Tractate of Maser Sheni. We treat them in the same kind of way. They can be redeemed and they must be brought to Jerusalem. Now we'll see the principles in the Mishnah. Kerem Revi, a vineyard in its fourth year, I've called it. Mutsai Nin Oto. We mark it out. But Kozazot Adama, we can mark it out with clods of earth. And then if it's Orla, first three years, we mark it out with potsherds, but harsit. And if it's got graves in it, basid, we mark it out with lime. We mix it up in water and we dissolve it. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says, when does this apply? Now he's talking, by the way, about Kerem Ravi. He says it applies in the seventh year. For some reason, we don't need to do it in the other years. And we'll find out a little bit more about that. Let, let's, let's come back to that question. And then the Mishnah continues. People who are conscientious, these are the people who are Tsanua. Tsanua in the Mishnah doesn't mean people who wore long skirts. Tsanua in the Mishnah means people who are careful and modest about their behavior. Completely different from the meaning given in by kind of certain Haredi rabbis. It means people who are careful about their behavior. They had snuim. People who are careful would put aside money and they would say, this money is set aside and any fruit that someone gathers, that means someone steals from this vineyard, may be exchanged for this money. So in other words, they arrange that even if someone does steal fruit from the vineyard, they're not guilty of transgressing the laws of the fourth year because that fruit, as they steal it, is already being, if you like, it's been pre-redeemed for money. As fruit is stolen, the money is sort of gradually converted into um, money that's been exchanged for fourth-year vineyard produce. Now, why does this only apply in the seventh year? Well, remember, in the seventh year, the vineyard is hefkir, it's ownerless. So anybody, anybody can just come in and take the fruit. So in the fourth year, if anybody can walk in and take the fruit, you have to mark it out and let them know that it's a fourth year vineyard. Otherwise, they, made, they might unwittingly transgress. In the other years, well, it's not really permitted just to walk into someone's vineyard and take all the fruit. And there's an acid comment in the Gemara in Baba Kam, which I couldn't resist bringing you. Because it, it, it sort of, this really explains Rabbi, and this, this, this really explains Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel when he says, oh yeah, we only have to mark it out in the seventh year. Aval Bashar Shnei, in the other years, Bishar Shnei Shavu, in the other years of the seven, Halitehu Lurasha Viamot. In the other years of the cycle, we just stuff it down the mouth of the wicked man. This is the wicked man who's walked into the vineyard and stolen your grapes, and we just let him die. That's what Rabbi Shimon ben, uh, Shimon ben Gamaliel thinks about people who wander and steal people's grapes uh, outside the seventh year when they have grain. So to summarize, we're going to mark out the vineyards in the fourth year and in previous years, when they're in their fourth year. Okay, 
let's just learn a few we've got just a couple of minutes left let's just learn some of the basic halachot of the kerem revi kerem revai the fourth year vineyard kerem revai haya ole yerushalayim malach yom echad lecholzar so if the vineyard was within a day's walk of jerusalem you would bring up the fruit to jerusalem rather than redeeming it and what okay what does that mean what's the limit well a lat in the south let's come back to that acrobat in the north lud in the west the jordan in the east well we know jordan we know that's more or less a day's walk from jerusalem and we know lud by the way in the west it's sort of near the airport it's not it's it's not going to be that far away from the modern town of lud that's also a day's walk acrobat i don't know where it is if you look it up in jastro Jastro just says, well, it just quotes our mission and says, well, it's a day's walk north of Jerusalem. So I don't know where Acrobat is. Eilat, Eilat, the modern Eilat is clearly not a day's walk from Jerusalem. And the Mishnah here seems to be talking about some other place that is a day's walk. It's not talking about the Eilat that we know right by the Red Sea. So we got a day's walk. We, if it's within a day's walk, we're going to bring it into Jerusalem, just like Maaser Sheni, right? We can see now why this subject fits neatly on the end of the Masechet and Maaser Sheni. We're going to bring it in Jerusalem. We're going to eat it there. Otherwise, we're going to redeem it. Well, what if we got too much? What if what if people have too much food, or maybe they can't bring it all up? Misha Rabu Haperot. When there it turned out there were many, many, much too much produce. Hikinu They made a takanala even right onto the even if your vineyard was right on the edge of the wall, you could redeem it. But they did put a condition that whenever it was so desired. Uh, that they made a condition that if you like this takana could be reversed when they made the takana when they made the ruling they made it possible to be reversed and rabbi yossi says this comes back to some of our discussion yesterday about the about before and after the destruction of the temple rabbi yossi says this condition was made after the temple was destroyed the condition was in other words they made they after the temple was destroyed the markets in jerusalem were full of invaders it wasn't jerusalem wasn't operating at this in the same way it just wasn't practical to bring all these fruits to jerusalem in the same way but they did make a condition that when the temple was rebuilt again the condition could be reversed so that's the brief picture for karim rivi and then we will find out karim rivi and then we'll find out more about it tomorrow and indeed we're going to carry on this subject over the whole of the next week this is a long chapter the fifth chapter of the um it's a long chapter, the fifth chapter of Master Shani. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. <laughs>